0: is your host Natalie Allport and welcome to the All In podcast. Today we have a solo episode focused on a topic very important and relevant to me. Uh, I posted a TikTok about this earlier this week and so I wanted to expand on the idea through this podcast. What we're going to be talking about today is three tips to let go of that need to prove yourself to others. So without further ado, let's go all in. So I want to start off with saying that it's it's basically like human biology to want to fit in and be approved by others. We really seek that belonging, especially, especially during our teen years while we're kind of growing up, um, going through a lot of things like puberty and stuff like that, and we we want to fit in. At least that's you know what my psychology textbooks have taught me, um, is that we just all have that need, right? As much as we like to say, oh, I don't care what other people think. it it takes a lot of work to get to the point where you care less of what other people think. But I think for most of us, we do care what other people think we care about our uh, opinions of our, close family and friends. Some of us care about the opinions of people online. We care about, you know, our coaches, our mentors, um, people who believed in us. How can, you know, what do they think about? We don't want to mess up for them or people who didn't believe in us. We want to prove them wrong. Right. And this can drive you for a while as an athlete or someone in self-improvement, or maybe you want to start a business and prove someone who said you can never do it wrong. It can definitely be a big motivator and a big driver to starting what you want to do and and pushing through you know some of those tough days you bring back those the haters and you're like I gotta do this to prove them wrong and it can push you through but in my opinion and what I've seen especially when it comes to talking about athlete mental health with a talk about you know my own experience as well as with a lot of guests as well as people who have founded great uh, large businesses but in the end have came forward and talked about their mental health when they've achieved that and how they weren't truly happy even if they have achieved that goal, oftentimes they were trying to prove someone else wrong or live up to someone else's expectations. They were seeking validation externally or from this result-driven mindset we've we've talked a a lot about before. And I think just seeking external validation, it it puts you in this loop where everything is you're doing something for someone else. And if you're trying to prove someone else wrong, whether they may have harmed you in the past, whatever that is, They are continuing to live rent-free in your head, essentially. Um, And it's interesting because you see a lot of the content that's put out there about this is basically you're trying to prove them wrong. So then then you live rent-free in their head, which I think, why are we trying to make each other jealous? Why are we trying to do this? If someone did you wrong, maybe they're a bad person, whatever it is the best way is to try to separate yourself from that situation, in, in my experience, and my opinion, and not to dwell over it for years and years and years, trying to think of uh, how can I prove this to them. So I also think it also relies on pain. It's It's relying on, you know, reliving this trauma or this pain to push yourself and motivate yourself to do something, which again, then it comes down to what is the true why of why you're doing that? Like, is it healthy to just turn this pain into this motivation? In some senses, it can be a great starting point. And again, like I said, it can drive you, you know, fast towards your goal. But is it something that is sustainable in the long term? And that's something I really try to think about now, because I've made a lot of these mistakes in my teenage years. And so I try to look back and think, okay, what is the more sustainable option now? I want to do this for the next 10 years, 20 years, I just want to live a better life for the rest of my life. How can I best do that? Now, often we also don't actually confront or deal with the root issue because we are driven by this need to achieve something to fill in that time and maybe ignore what happened, that thing that, you know, someone wronged you or you have this weight of expectation. Why is that? It's painful to dig into that. So often we just. Turn that into, you know, I'm going to spend all my time doing something, punishing myself in the gym, working the late night hours, and not hanging out with other people or having conversations, tough conversations. So I think that's something that it can uh, affect as well. So another thing is, it's important to understand that not everyone will see what you see or understand you. I, I saw an amazing post about you know, someone talking about being okay with being misunderstood. And that really hit me hard because it's something that's very difficult for me, especially being someone who posts a lot of my life online and different sides of myself. I always feel like, People need to know the whole story. What's going on? What's the background? Why do I do what I do? Um, You know, see me how I see myself. However, that's not going to be the case. How I maybe see a professional athlete on social media might be different than someone else who follows them. I might follow them for something specific. Someone else follows them for something else. Like in life, no one will understand you the way that you understand yourself. Not even your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, significant other it's just the way it is right like we see ourselves because we spend all our time up in our head with ourselves 24 7 and even that is hard it's hard to build self-awareness of knowing ourselves. so how can someone else be doing that for themselves and also know exactly you they weren't there for every single moment they don't know every single thought that goes through your head So I think practicing getting better at being okay with being misunderstood is something that I really need to work on and perhaps it could help you as well. Now also, if you might have this big dream and it might be someone else's limiting beliefs that don't allow them to see that dream for you. For example, parents who tell you, you can't do this, you need to do something more realistic, you need to make money, you need to do whatever. They might not see or understand that you can monetize what you wanna do, or they might not see that even though you're a beginner at what you're doing now, that you have the potential to be an expert. And maybe it's not that they don't see that potential, but they just don't understand the industry, or they just they want you to pick a safer option because they worry and they care about you. Um, so sometimes it's not that people are trying to drag you down, it's that maybe they have these own limiting beliefs or they were always told that people like them couldn't do this, so they portray that back on you. So not everyone will share the same vision you have, the same worldview, or the same you know view of yourself including, if you want to think about this, you probably don't understand everyone So how could anyone else also understand everything about you? If you look at your best friend, maybe you see that person in a different view than their mom does. Uh, You see a different side of them or whatever that is. So that's a great example to kind of have a reflection there where you can see how it can be easy to misunderstand somebody, misunderstand different situations. Maybe you see something you say, oh, you can't change, you can't become this because you've seen the past side of them, but you don't know the motivation they have inside or the reasoning why or whatever that might be. So let's get into kind of like the three summary tips that I have. And number one is try to find your why, your true why, and make it within something of your own control. So rather than your why for whatever you're trying to do uh, or achieve, being I want to prove this person wrong, or I need to live up to these expectations that someone had, so I need to prove this person right, what about I want to, you know, be my best self, or um, I want to be healthier to do this with my kids, or I want to be a pro athlete because I want to see how far I can push myself physically and mentally, or I want to start this business to fulfill this dream or help this person, rather than you know I want to do this to make X amount of money to prove it wrong to this person, or I want to change my physique. Um, prove it wrong to my ex, you know, whatever that might be for you. Um, Number two is to fall in love with the process and less on comparison. Now, as an athlete who loves to compete, I love to compete. This was a tough one for me because... I often found myself, uh, just even with experiences with not, you know, coaches that didn't align with say my values at the time where coaches were pitting me against other athletes and pitting me against other people. For example, uh, when I first started CrossFit, I, I was, um, you know, improving at a a great rate. And oftentimes I was being pit against one of my friends. I'd walk into the gym and they would tell me, oh, this this girl hit this PR, um, so you need to catch up, or you need to do this, or, you know, this isn't a good workout for you, but it'll be good for this person. You need to beat this person in this workout. If you're constantly competing, like competition is stressful. So if you're doing that every single day and every day you're being pitted and compared against other people, maybe you're doing that on social media um, yourself, that is extremely draining. And so I think it's important that you fall in love with just the process of every day I'm gonna put in the work, I'm gonna improve. Whether I beat somebody that day, whether, um, you know, uh, I hit a PR lift, whatever the results, like that's those things will fall. As they may, you can only control what you do. And if you're proud of that effort that you put in, which is something that you should be celebrating, you should celebrate that effort you put in. Whether it was a, you know, a big day of and and you had a lot of success, or you didn't see that success that day, maybe you had a step back. Still, be proud of that effort that you put in, and focus less on competition and comparison. Of course, you can love being in that environment and competing, but I think it's unhealthy to like put ourselves into that mindset every single minute, where you're like, if I'm not doing this, this other person. is is doing this and uh, I have to beat this person right now. Or maybe let's say on your weightlifting program, you have to lift 300 pounds today, but the person beside you lifts 350 and you're like, well, I need to lift 350 just to assert my dominance. That's not gonna help you get better because you're not sticking to your program where probably for your sake of injury, sake of longevity, whatever it is, maybe peaking, you weren't supposed to lift that much that day. So I think it's important to try to get out of that mindset. And if you can see it happening, like it happens to me, all the time. If I'm at the gym because of, you know, that kind of, I guess, blueprint that I've had throughout my athletic career, especially in my early days in CrossFit of being pitted against other people, I go to the gym and I'm like, oh, I see someone else lifting kind of heavy. I need to like lift even more and then I'm like no that's not on my program I don't need to who who cares why do why do we even think that this person's paying attention to me right and so if we can confront some of those things that maybe we were taught then we can help uh, improve them and work on them and then build this better and healthier mindset in my mind Uh, and last one is do things that make you proud and celebrate your own achievements This is a big one. Definitely celebrate those small wins when they happen. Even if you're like, oh, this isn't big compared to this other person or whatever that is. Celebrate the wins when they happen. If they're important to you, you know, show that to yourself. Show up for yourself. Other people might not believe in you. Other people might not understand you. But show up for yourself and show yourself that you believe in you. You understand. Uh, I want to just end this with a, a great podcast I listened to. Um, it was with Chris Hinshaw. He's an endurance running coach in the sport of CrossFit. Um, and he talked about the athlete Cara Saunders. She's an incredible athlete. She just came second at the games, CrossFit Games, before. She's from Australia. She's someone who's very much known for being a strength athlete. She's kind of shorter, very, very built legs. Um, you know, she can squat a whole, whole bunch, heaps, squat a heaps. And she had this goal. She approached his coach and said, hey, I want to, this is after she came second at the CrossFit Games, I want to get a six-minute mile. I want to run a sub-six mile, and he was worried, you know, about okay, like if if I help you achieve that, you know, would it take away some of your strength or different things? Uh, and she said, "That's my number one goal." And he was like, "Okay, so your number one goal isn't to win the games. Her number two goal is was to win the CrossFit Games, but her number one was a six-minute mile." And what she said about this, and hopefully I don't misquote this whole thing, but she said, "Because no one can take that away." in that six-minute mild test, it's me versus me. Uh, In that mild test, it's me versus me. And when I finish, and if I get that sub-six minutes or whatever it is, I put my best effort forward. Um, I'm just paraphrasing there. I'm thinking that that's her mindset that she's saying, you know, putting the best effort forward. But then I can be proud of that and like I own that forever and that really resonated with me because I have some big goals next year for some just you know, endurance and strength related goals, especially with my shoulder being hurt and I'm not sure if I'll be able to compete next season. And if that's the cool thing, it's like you own that forever. When I skied 100 kilometers, I can always say I skied 100 kilometers and no one can say, oh, well, uh, the other person at the competition was injured or, um, the programming wasn't good or whatever it was. It was like, no, I did that. And I'm really proud of that. And I, I know what went into it. And I know what I went through mentally to, to achieve that. And so I really admire, uh, Cara for, for having that goal, especially as a competitor at that high level. And I think it's a great example and just kind of sums up this whole topic. So That being said, I hope this didn't come off in in the mindset of, you know, me saying this is what you should do. By no means am I an expert on really anything. I'm just sharing kind of the the pitfalls that I've gone through, some of the the lows I've gone through, and just some of the realizations I've had in my own life and what's helping me and if it can help you. Amazing. If not, all good. It's all good. I'm trying to be okay with being misunderstood um, and hope that you can work on that as well if it's something that uh, holds you back because it definitely does for me.